On the program this week, we have Sue Getman with the Chickasha Area Arts Council, and it's that time, Sue, for the uh, the Arts Council's uh, annual arts festival. It is definitely that time, George, and we are really excited about it this year. It's our 15th anniversary, so it's hard to believe that we've made it 15 years, but here we are once again, and we are geared up for a very big event this year. So... The first year, uh, talk about creating the festival or coming up with the idea and actually putting it together. The first year we started, we were looking for a venue to have a festival. We had been having uh, what we called Art in the Park out at Shannon Springs Park for several years that we would get artists and food trucks and things like that. But we sort of outgrew that and we did it on 4th of July, so it got miserably hot and our bands were melting on the stage and everything so we changed to the fall season and when we were looking for a venue we wanted something that was catchy and we landed on the rock island and it wasn't being used at the the time the depot the depot yeah yes rock island depot it wasn't really being used at the time because the auto club had basically moved out And so we got permission to hold it there. It was a much smaller event, of course. I think we only had about maybe 15 artists at the time and a few bands. And it was only two days. And and so we've come a long way over that time period and, and grown a lot. At what point did you decide to go to three days? I think that was about our fifth or sixth year that we decided to go to three days and we've talked to a lot of our vendors and they're happy with the three days. They know they're going to have one day that's a little bit slow, but they say on Sunday that some of them make their biggest sales because people have come and looked hurriedly on Saturday and they come back and buy on Sunday. So they want us to keep it at three days. And a lot of these artisans, uh, they travel uh, to, you know, across the state, and I'm probably maybe to Texas and Kansas, I'm guessing. We do have yeah. some out-of-state artists. We have a lot of artists from around Oklahoma City, Moore, Norman, Yukon, Mustang. So they're driving down, setting up a booth. They're putting out their, their art or their merchandise, and it's hard to do for a one-day event to get up that early, and, I mean, you're looking at a 12- to 14-hour day if you're doing it in a one-day thing, and they're happy to come down and set up and be here for three days. A lot of them get a hotel here in town, and so that helps our our hotel revenue, and... um, they're just glad to be here and, and happy to keep it at three days. And uh, the merchandise is safe? Uh, the merchandise is mm-hmm. safe. Anything that's really valuable, we bring inside. Uh, we've got our building, of course, that people can store things inside under lock and key. We also have overnight security. So every night. And um, so everything is patrolled and safe and lit up, and, and we've never had an issue and hope to never have an issue. And at one time, that was the only event that was uh, down at the Rock Island Depot uh, that particular weekend. And now, all of a sudden, 
we have a whole lot of activities. That just makes it even better. We do. It's it's been a um, very nice collaboration that we had a few years ago. We had the the guys everybody knows Josh and Zach came to us and said we want to do a food truck competition. Can we tie on to your event and make it a big event? And we were all for that because, as I told them, the people you draw wouldn't normally come to what we have, and what we draw wouldn't normally come to what you have. So it just makes for a double draw of people, gives everybody something else to do. Then we also had um, the Ride the Rock people reach out to us and want to start the bike marathon and wanted to tie onto that event. And what I found from talking to a lot of the spouses and partners or tag-alongs to these bike riders is they were coming along saying, this is so wonderful because it gives me something to do while he's out on the bike or she's out on the bike. I can go shopping. I can go eat. And, and they're thrilled that they've got something to do rather than sit in a car or on a park bench and read a book. And uh, also on that day, we've got the, the great program with the Intervention and Crisis Advocates Network, which uh, Absolutely. brings They've, a few more folks down. The Walk to Heal group has been with us probably longer than any of the others, but it's, um, it's just a good ending point for them. Normally, they start at the Y, and they walk down the street, and a lot of the men in their red high heels, and they end up at our stage when we were in the depot this year because we're not going to be in the depot they are actually going to start at first street and walk to our stage at sixth and chickasha avenue so it's a little bit backwards but um it's going to be fun and it's a nice presentation this year they're doing some dedications um one of the things that they're going to do is make a dedication to Lewis Roller, who everybody in town knows was um, very dedicated to, to that group and their cause and did a lot to help in that crisis center. So they're, they're going to showcase him as he's passed on, as, as you and everyone knows. Um, so that's, I'm, I'm, we're really proud to be a part of that. Right, Lewis was a longtime law enforcement officer and uh, probation and parole, and uh, passed away a few years ago. But uh, very active with the uh, the district attorney and other law enforcement groups, uh, helping out uh, victims of domestic violence. Exactly. So when did when was the decision made to move the festival with all the with all the uh, announcements of all the new additions coming down to the depot? Um, uh, that was just within the last several months i guess last december is when uh, chet hit came in and said i love this place i'm going to you know do all this development which is awesome uh so that didn't give you guys as much time to try to plan out how are you going to be setting things up this year i guess no it's it's been a challenge and we're very happy with what he's doing down there and it's going to be beautiful and it's going to bring so much to the city and we're proud of the city and, and everyone that's been involved in that whole process. It did give a challenge to us for what do we do now and where do we hold this. But we've had fantastic support from the chamber, 
the EDC, Economic Development Council, the city, everyone has has jumped in and done their best to help us put this festival on and keep it going and provide us with the venue. So the decision was made that we could shut down Chickasha Avenue from 4th Street through 6th Street for that weekend, and our festival will be held there, and um, the food truck competition will be from 1st to 4th Street on Saturday, but that's how it all basically came about, so... And the Rock Island Ride will still, I guess, start and end there at the depot. I think that's the uh, intent, yes. I believe. So, Yes, it, it really didn't have a whole lot of impact on the Rock Island Ride. So, Right. So let's talk about, is, is two blocks enough for all the vendors you've got coming in and all the, all the bands and entertainment things that's going to be going on? Honestly, at this point, I'm I'm starting to sweat a little <laughs> bit. And we've been out this morning with our tape measure because um, we've got 93 booths this year. Um, of course, some of those are, are a food truck, so that'll take up three. But we have 93 spaces to fit into two blocks, and our, our stage will be on 6th Street. Um, we'll still have our kids' area with the inflatables and the sand pile and all of that. Um but yeah, we're gonna make it work, and if if we have to go down the middle of the street, then we'll have a few in the middle. But it's gonna work, and next year we might have to take over three blocks. Well, uh, there's that's just uh, shouldn't be that big of an issue, I would think. But that's just me. So, <laughs> well, so but, far it's not, and okay. and we've talked to most of the business owners up and down the street. And explain to them, and they've been very cooperative and very accommodating, and so no complaints so far. And so no parking on Chickasha Avenue for that weekend, September 29th through October 1st. Exactly. So I guess they'll, they'll shut everything down that Thursday evening, I guess. The yeah. street will be barricaded Thursday night, and the barricades will come down Sunday night. So there will be no parking, no driving on there'll be no through streets on fifth or sixth street saturday there will be no through streets on third second or first so it's downtown will be for walking only and there are plenty of nearby parking spots uh within a couple blocks of walking and people have been used to that anyway right over the years they are and there's there's parking behind the va the the by the enterprise mm -hmm. there will still be street parking outside of the boundaries um you know kansas and and so forth um all the normal areas and then there'll be some parking down by the depot behind some of those buildings where where have been utilized in the past down around the chamber and so forth but and we've got the ymca parking lot uh, that's going to be available, and of course, the parking lot behind Severs off Choctaw Avenue. Exactly. So plenty of spaces available there. So we there. should have plenty of yeah. parking, and and it'll be um, a nice. It's going to be beautiful weather, as always, and it'll be a nice day to get out and have a walk through the arts and go get some food and come back through the arts. And it's free admission 
for folks to come in and have a good time and they want you they want of course you should buy something from the artisans that are that are coming in that's we, the big thing we like to have people come in and buy money buy from our artisans and and our crafters and other vendors and the food trucks of course and we have our our food trucks you know we'll have some beef jerky and we'll have popcorn and we've got uh, the yellow pig and we'll have a new hot dog truck here this year uh, we'll have snow cones and we'll have pulled pork and chopped brisket and baked potatoes so we've got plenty of food in our two blocks for all three days you're not going to go hungry no that's for sure <laughs> nope and we'll have our bands going and we're alternating with the bands on saturday to where we don't have we're not competing bands so We've got a nice schedule set up. Yeah, because there's going to be music at the food truck championship too, right? Yes, mm -hmm. they'll have a stage with their bands, and so we're alternating time slots where people can walk down and listen to one band and go down and listen to the other band. And your stage is going to be in the middle of 6th and, 6th and Chickasha, basically, or at the end of 6th Street, or end of Chickasha Avenue on 6th Street, right around there? Yes, we'll be facing eastward down Chickasha Avenue. Our stage will be... In the middle of Chickasha Avenue, right between the VA and the the kids area, which is the Lions Club area there, and it'll be facing that little park by the Masonic Lodge. Yes. Okay. Not Lions. I'm sorry. Yep, that's I'm okay. Wrong club. <laughs> Masonic Lodge. Excuse Where's me. the dunk tank going to be? Where am I going to be in the dunk tank this year? We have bypassed the dunk tank oh, this year. Oh, my it, heart is broken. <laughs> As much fun as we all had with that, it's um, we just couldn't come up with enough people to work the dunk tank. Speaking of which, if anyone wants to volunteer, we could use all the help we can get just to help with vendors and, and check in on them or help with setup on Thursday night, Friday morning, help out in our tent. Um, we can use some volunteers. How do they reach out to you? How do they get a hold of you? They can either reach out to me personally at 405-274-7547. They can stop in at our offices at 521 West Chickasha Avenue. We're open from 11 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday. They can get us on Facebook or our website at rockislandartsfestival.org. So we take all and... Hopefully, don't turn anyone down that wants to help out. How's the new center going, by the way? It's a little over a year old? Um, actually, we've been there two years. Two years, October. wow. Okay, yeah. wow. It's doing great. We've got a lot of wonderful artists in there and getting new stuff all the time. And, you know, we've had our challenges with now owning a building that, um, oh, the air conditioner's broke. So we've got to we've got to figure out how to pay for that. But... You know, we're we're doing good. We're proud of our location, and it's beautiful, and we've had several shows in there and a lot of different events. And there's more room in there than you would expect just by looking at the storefront because it goes all the way back to the alley. Exactly. People are always surprised when they walk in. I didn't realize it was this big. And you've got Wade Steelman down there now? We have Wade Steelman. Is, you know, they're closing their business, and Wade has put in his framing shop and he's taken up one of our our rooms that we weren't utilizing and he's doing his framing out of there now 
that's a perfect place for it because people got to head by some frames for their art, right? Exactly. Yeah. They come by a piece of art, they need a new frame. So when we talk about artisans, we think probably mainly about uh, painters or sculptors or photographers, but there's so many different forms of artistry out there, and you kind of have the whole gamut out there at the Arts Festival. We have a lot. We've got a lot of, um, we've got over 25 classified artists this year that are either oil paintings, acrylics, sculpting. We've got woodcrafters that make some of the most beautiful bowls and bases and things, and those are all hand-core and stuff like that. Yes, yeah. yes. We've got several pottery people that make all kinds of pottery with you know anything from a coffee mug to a big bowl for your table. It's beautiful, beautiful pottery. We have got authors. We've got authors. We have people who make jewelry. We have people who make a lot of different um, quilts and everything from hand soap to bath oils and just about anything that you want, you're going to find at this festival. If you need a bowl cozy, you come down and... Crafty Queen is going to fix you up. If you need a quilt, we've got beautiful quilters. Um, like I said, the the pottery, the um, lots of beautiful jewelry. Some of it, most of it, handmade. Now, is there going to be like some type of diagram available that can show where each vendor is, or just kind of browse through at your leisure? Both. Okay. <laughs> We hope everybody browses through sure. and sees stops at everybody's booth, but we will have we'll have our arts council booth will be set up, and we will have a, a program basically that lists who all is participating in the festival, with their booth number and kind of where they will be located on the street. And. A number of featured artists. I know we can't go through all 93, I guess, or that's how many spaces you have, but there are a few that um, we probably want to point out. Well, we've got um, a local favorite, Brian Bramlett, will be here. Um, we've got Greg Standridge, who does beautiful inlay art pieces. We've got several of his works in our gift shop. Um Chris Fairchild is out of Mustang, and her work is always very popular. She does very colorful oils and acrylics. We have Oki Primitive Art, which is done by uh, John Crump. He's another local. We've got woodworkers, um, RJ's Woodworking and Brent Shonicky. They were here last year. Missing Bristle was here last year. I can't tell you who would be my favorite because I bought from all three of them their their wood working skills is just top notch do they do, it, do, they do any on site or is it all they don't do it on site okay. because it's kind of hard to bring a lathe and a sassel I guess and so all yes of that and polish <laughs> and all that we do have and we've got some pottery um, a new gentleman coming down with he sent me some pictures beautiful work Rob Duncan out of Oklahoma City, and we do some live pottery. We're going to try to do some pottery on the wheel 
which is they'll they'll be slinging mud. There that's exciting. Out in the yes, street. yeah, that's always <laughs> a lot of fun. We have to talk um, talk a couple people into doing that, but it's always a lot of fun to watch. It's it's very interesting thing to watch. It and it's looks fun easy. To play in. It looks easy. Believe me, but, it's not. But it's not. It's like anything. You got to start somewhere. And exactly. Uh, goodness gracious, uh, we will have the roaming musicians again. This year, unfortunately, ah. we will not have them. They we we tried to get them. They've been here every year for gosh, eight nine years, and but they had already had something else booked, and they'll be out of state. And I said, this is the worst year because <laughs> it's the perfect time that you could actually walk up and down the street. Yeah, but, but um, no, they won't be with us this year. That's too bad. But lots of other choices and varieties and things that are going on. You mentioned the, the live music that's going to be going on. Is that all three days? All three days. Okay. We'll start Friday night, and we'll go through Sunday. We'll have some local talent. We've got a range of music types from blues to rock, some country. Um, so there's, there's quite a few, and, and we'll have that list up on our website within a couple of days. And uh, we've, we're just finalizing, locking those people in. But for the most part, we're set with that. Let's talk about uh, the, the hours. So Friday evening, what time? We actually are open from on Friday and Saturday from 10 to 9 and Sunday 10 to 5. That's a lot of time to come on out and enjoy the arts. And you mentioned changing uh, the dates from the 4th of July to September and We've had some hot days at the arts festival, but we've had some cool days too. So we're I'm a couple of weeks out, so we'd rather have the cooler weather for sure, I guess. But oh, most definitely, <laughs> we've had some really hot weather in the past. Mm-hmm. Whenever we get down to that day, but I'm happy when it's in the 70s, as long as it stays dry, we're all good. It's a great outdoor event, and uh, lots of places to go indoors if you need to, and rest it up a little bit, and. A lot uh, of set the, a spell and a lot of the businesses that are normally open on Saturdays in downtown Chickasha will still be open, and we're not going to block the entrance to their establishment. You know if the museum's going to be open? I do not. We need to check that out. We'll talk to Pat and see if she's going to be opening up the museum. That'd that be awesome. That would be a great day to have that mm-hmm. open. Would be Saturday, but um, she might be open Friday. But okay. But yeah, a lot we'll of check will that start- out. They'll still be open for business, and and we encourage them to step outside and participate. So let's talk about the Arts Council now as a whole. How many members do you have right now, and what's it take to be part of, of the of the Arts Council? Right now, we're up to about 130 members, and to become a member, you just sign up, and and we have different levels of membership from students to family, to supporters, and so forth. And the big thing is a lot of people say, well, what do I get out of that? What do I get out of being a member? Your membership dues are what help us pay for the free Saturday morning art programs that we provide every month to two different age groups of kids. Um, It helps to prevent to put on programs like the Rock Island Arts Festival and ArtScope and to keep our doors open to have artists in there for and the gift shop and to put on the shows. 
without the membership fees and donations from the public, we would not exist. Artscope is such a great program for the kids in the summertime. Two-week camp at USAO. It's been going on for quite a while now. It has been, and it's. I think this year we ended up with about 90 kids. And over a two-week period, that's a lot of kids. And we have our, our art teachers from different areas that go out and um, provide a lot of different areas fit to performing art and hands-on art and the kids come away and what makes it all worthwhile is we got a letter here about six weeks ago from a young lady who is graduating and getting ready to start um, a big career in another state because of her music and it's she sent us a letter that had it not been for ArtScope she wouldn't have been pushed as far as she was, but she was an early ArtScope student, and it encouraged her and supported her, and she just reached out to thank us for that program, and it really, really hit home that what we're doing is something worthwhile. Sue, I want to thank you for coming in today. Thanks so much. Chickasha Area Arts Council and Arts Festival coming up Friday, September 29th through Sunday, October 1st. And just go to the website or Facebook and you can find more information out about it.